Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler. Uh, and my guest today is Greg Adela. And Greg and I are going to talk about the state of the city. But before we get into the financial stuff and everything, I just saw, saw something online that Alicia Purdy posted, and that's um, the this Albany School District is not going to comply with the mass mandate. I found find that pretty interesting. What do you think? Well, I didn't I didn't read the article. Good morning, Cynthia. Again, you know, first and, and thanks for always having me on. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I haven't read that. I've been in meetings all morning, so I haven't read that article. Nor do I follow it she's posting but um what i feel is um look that's really up to the parents i mean that's between the parents and the school board i don't have children so i I, you know it's a free country i hope still and uh, everyone can make the best decisions for their themselves and their family so i I really can't expound more on that okay okay so i recently read that the governor is uh going to open her purse strings to uh, the mayor, uh, Kathy Sheehan, in Albany. And I remember that Kathy Sheehan had to go begging to Cuomo for funds. I find this relationship quite interesting uh, that Kathy Hochul is going to, you know, give, give whatever Kathy Sheehan wants. What do you think? Well, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, the mayor of Albany tries to play buddy-buddy um, with anyone that's going to, you know, appease her her agenda. And it doesn't surprise me. Um, you know, they have this woman power um, ideal, which um, which can be effective. I mean, I have four older sisters, um, but my sisters are reasonable as opposed to some of these um, people in politics. And... Um, I think that what's, what's shameful is, you know, pre-pandemic, New York State is completely broke. There's no money for anything. And then all of a sudden, dribs and drabbles come in. And, you know, a week and a half or so ago, the, the governor says that we're awash with money. Well, because we're getting a federal stimulus package, it's just embarrassing. So... Every year at this mayor begs for, uh, you know, the, the past governor and now the recent governor, begs for money is embarrassing because they cannot do anything uh, fruitful or meaningful with the money. It only goes towards what they want. Uh, back when, you know, she and, you know, took uh, the office, she said, I am going to balance this budget because that's what she was doing before for the city. And they haven't done it because, look, the one thing I'm telling you, the one thing I've learned in putting 15 months of my life on pause to run a campaign last year is they don't care. Now, that doesn't apply to everybody in politics because that's impossible to say. There are people in there that are doing good things and that do care. This administration in Albany does not care. They don't. It's all for their personal agenda. Um, they make it seem like, oh, it's all friendly, um, and it's not. It's toxic, and um, they, they really – the public needs to be more really vocal 
and interested in what's going on with this money. Because I've got friends' businesses that are floundering in Albany, uh, especially restaurants, that are established, that are now cutting down to three, four days, and just not those businesses. We've got to worry about every business, bookstores, flower shops, wine uh, liquor stores, all businesses matter. I'm from a small business family that's 79 years old. All businesses matter. But when they're staring at, you know, empty seats or no one coming to see them or all these rules and regulations and the goalposts keep moving, yet this administration builds a, is building a $13 million bridge to nowhere. It's embarrassing. They, I've said it before. They want to play with their new toys and they don't play with their old toys. And it's a shame because the city of Albany has become an absolute dump. And it's, it's hard for me to say that because we've been invested. I ran uh, my campaign based on cleaning it up, starting with fundamental issues as such of cleaning the streets. It's embarrassing. You drive around the streets, and um, I can't say it enough um, that this administration um, should be held more accountable uh, because they're failing an open book test. And it doesn't surprise me, Cynthia, to go back to your point, why they're a buddy-buddy. It's all for show. I mean, people got to wake up. I've seen people argue more with managers at, at, at a, a grocery store than I see them get upset with what these officials are doing with their, with their tax dollars. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's ask you. And uh, something really needs to change. Um, and they really need to... Uh, they really need to get more vocal, and, and all of them do. The local media in Albany, New York, is, uh, in my opinion, is subpar um, for a capital city. Uh, they're afraid to speak up and say anything, which I can't understand. Uh, there's no neutrality. It's biased. Um, and I think all this plays into their bigger picture. But I think it's going to sink fast. I do. Because I think people, at least in my, in my view, when I'm out talking with people, and that's friends and the community at large, they want more. Um, they want better. And more and more people are starting to speak up, and I do like that. I do. In civil discourse, I'm not saying just run your mouth to an echo chamber that is social media. In my opinion, that's <laughs> toxic and, toxic and, and, and uh, um, fruitless as well. But um, I, I really feel that if, if, if people want to get back on track with their old lives, per se, uh, in 2022, then people really need to um, – really get involved and, and speak their mind. So maybe that goes back to your initial question about, you know, with the school board and parents, you know, mm-hmm. parents are, parents are aggravated, Cynthia, you know, there's a lot of anxiety in the world. Um, and, and no one feels like they're being heard. So um, it'll, it'll, it'll be an interesting um, first quarter, I think in the States uh, on, on all levels. Um. As I was talking to you, I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Um, has, That's okay. Late, late night think, of drinking last night, Cynthia. <laughs> actually, actually, no. I, I'm, I'm doing a new project, and I got all wound up, and I couldn't sleep, so I oh, didn't no. get enough sleep. Yeah, well, it's okay. So, um, <laughs> you, do you think? Oh no! I lost my train of thought again. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Do you do you think since day after election day, 
Mm-hmm. Things have improved any in the city of Albany? Look, as you, as you know, if you've known me for four years and doing interviews, and, and perhaps some of your listeners um, may agree or disagree with me or got to know me a little bit, um, you know, this is where, this is how I can answer that question. I, I know people literally already that said if I didn't win the election, they're moving. And they did. They moved out of Albany. Some moved out of state because they're just so fed up with this idea of this machine, which is a weak machine. It's not even what it was 50 years ago. It's just, it's not. Um, I think um, people are, look, there's just apathy all throughout the city. No one voted. Okay. Um, Nothing's going to change. Um, And I think that there's a sense of, um, hope still because I feel that people, at least in my experience, and I'll explain why, that people are giving hope because they know, look, this administration said once before they're never going to run after two terms. They ran a third. They will not vote her mm-hmm. in for another. They won't. I, 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 I truly believe that. They, they won't. They're, they're tired of her, and they all want her to go. Um, why I say there's a glimmer of hope is because I know I affected people throughout my campaign. It's why, you know, a month and a half ago, the Albany police reached out to me and asked me if I would be a liaison for the fifth ward where our business is located to help new recruits. And we meet with them once a week, you know, to take them around our areas and we meet with them for an hour, um, handle any questions, give them honest, true feedback of what's really going on here. I think that's a good thing. So um, as a, perpetually positive person, I think that um, people are listening. And I think that uh, someone, honestly, like myself, that had never been in a political campaign before, and you stick to messages, your message, and you stay positive, and you listen to people, um, people will start trusting you and coming to you. And I appreciate that, because I only know what I know. Um, and, and I'm glad to help where and when I can. Now, so I think that people are divided with politics, and I think they're fed up. So I think if they're, go, they're, they're, they're digging deep within themselves to try an individual approach to be more active in their communities, no matter where they live. And I feel that... Um, if these elected officials were really paying attention, they would listen more. And because there's a lot of ener- good energy and people that are willing to put in the work, if they feel that they're being supported and being met in the middle. So I think the change is coming from the people. It's definitely not the elected officials. It's not. Because even part of this team, this administration, Cynthia, that one, they're already leaving for other jobs in other parts of the state. So they're opportunists. You know, they say, oh, they love Albany, and they're all carpetbaggers. Yet another opportunity comes up because it pays them $50,000 more. They're out the door. So where's their loyalty lie? It's all, it's all a big game to self-serve to move up in the ladder. They really don't truly care about the community and the community at large. Um, so I, I'm happy to see, you know, you know businesses stepping up um, and trying to remain hopeful because, as you know, Cynthia, look – 
there are businesses that are just packing up in Albany, and they're moving to the suburbs. It's a fact because they're treated better. They can get through if they have questions. Um, it's really – Albany is not a really friendly city. And there's really and, – and when I say that, there's good people that do work within the city departments. Don't get me wrong. I've dealt with them. There are very good people that want the best, but they are so – clenched tightly with this with this the the leaders of this administration uh that truly don't care and it makes it just leaves a sour taste in everyone's mouth uh i gotta say that you know since since the election is over you know i've spoken to you i've spoken to alicia and i've gotten a, a number of interviews with you guys and i don't i don't like to dwell on the negative but mm-hmm. in a city such as ours, where the mayor is not, does not care about the citizens in Albany, what choice do I have? I'm, go, I'm going to reach out to people to do more positive stories, but I think mm-hmm. the negative stories are just as important to make pe- people realize they've got to wake up. They've got to take responsibility for their communities. And I don't see mm-hmm. that happening. Do you? Well, I do. Here's why. I do on the ground. See, but it, it never gets amplified. I mean, this has been going on in, in this city and in cities throughout the United States for decades. The negative gets amplified because it, it causes tension. It causes drama. And they want you to get aggravated. Uh, my assessment is they, they the elected officials – are they want you to be yelling at each other in this echo chamber that is social media, all up above, while underneath, you know, it's, it's smoke and mirrors, so you really don't pay attention to what they're doing with your money. So they want you to be aggravated with each other. And the, the problem is there's no positive message out there um, that can u- unite the two. And what I mean by that is you can have disagreements. We all know this as adults. But there has to be a middle ground to where you can agree to disagree and then go your separate ways without animosity or revenge because it gets nowhere. And history teaches us that. So I think until um, – and, and I, I can promise you and your listeners that in a couple months, an outlet's coming to, to, um, to this point where there's going to be positivity spread within the Capital District um, that um, – I think that if people can really push back and, and want more from these people and not be afraid to speak up, that's when things will really change, to have a friendly community. Because no administration is perfect. This administration isn't perfect, and it's also toxic. And that is a tough combination. Um, because, you know, when I talk to people – they can't get through to City Hall. They, I've said this throughout mm-hmm. the campaign in years past you. It's happened to me. And I'm talking about when I've seen people shot on the streets or watch my neighbor die from a drive-by and bleed out. No one comes up to talk to the families. Well, there's your problem. There's your problem. You know, it, they'll, they'll, they'll only come out when it's a national agenda or thought or movement. But it, it's, and it's always about, oh, well, this is happening in Chicago or this is happening in Dallas or wherever. Well, I, don't, I care about those other cities. 
But I, I don't want that brought up in, in, in the conversation. You should only be focused um, on Albany. That's it. That's all you have to worry about. That's it. So I think, you know, look, people are rising up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, you know, we're getting a, a, a lot of money from the feds, and mm-hmm. there's going to be a number of programs that are, are you know, going to be initiated because of it. Now, I've been I've been looking at what's going on, looking at the amount of money that's coming in here, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this money is being printed by the day. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it sounds like, oh, good, we're going to get this infusion of money and we're going to do this, that, and the other thing. Ultimately, this infusion of money is going to lead to inflation and inflation mm-hmm. is not going to be good for anybody. So no. I'm thinking, what's the point of this? <laughs> it's to keep – the inflation's already happening. It's, it's right. already in progress, right? So with – all they're doing is, in my opinion, is, is, is they're giving out chocolate to whining kids, right, every day. Right, so you know when you, you you give, you know you just give, and I'm not calling anyone who's going to get on me for that. It's not about calling anyone, you know, an adult for what you want. I'm using an example here that once you you, you give a, a piece of chocolate to a kid every single day after school, they'll love you. The minute you don't, they'll turn on you. And right. all they're trying to do is appease everybody. Oh, here, you know, you deserve this, you deserve that. That's not how it works. You've got to work for what you have. And that needs to be instilled. And where that is instilled is within the four walls of everyone's household. Everyone's family is imperfect, mine included. But if you don't have that strong base to go out into the public and realize what's really happening, then you know what to expect and what not to expect and to be happy with what you have and to understand and accept what you don't have but you can work towards. And so – but they don't think that way. They just want to band-aid everything. And in my opinion, and in the history, just reading the history book, any history book with finance will teach you this. They're going to waste this money. And I know there's a lot of smart economists out there and mathematicians and accountants that want the best. And I think sometimes they get their opinions aren't floated to the top because there's nefarious action and backdoor work going on with certain money and payoffs. It's the truth. It happens in this uh, large corporation that is politics. Um, The most, you know, egregious transactions occur, and it always has. Um, But I think that uh, with people understanding that, look, this narcotic government that's been going on for, geez, darn near 100 years now in this country, yep. um, is only going to lead to a dead-end uh, street. It's not even a, um, a cul-de-sac to where we can circle and come back out. If we can have that thought process of a cul-de-sac instead of a dead-end street and people wake up to understand that you can't keep printing money, you can't Band-Aid it. Right. Because everything is going to go up, and, and, and you have young kids now um, you know, I, I, I rue the day when they wake up and they realize that, you know, gas is $7 a gallon. 
Right. And a carton of milk is $4.50. And mm-hmm. uh, those days could happen, and they could happen really fast. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, look at the everything. Look how hard – look at the housing market. And, you know, and you talk about the housing market and all the uh, – everything that comes with it, are, are, all the expenses are through the roof, <laughs> no pun intended or no pun achieved. But how do you – how do you express to someone that we care about you and we want a better, you know, um, situation for you and your family? But how can you rebuild? How can you get out of a cycle that you've been under or a thumb that you've been under and a cycle that you've been involved in for decades within some family structures and everything keeps going up? Yet they promise day in, day out, year in, year out, that they are going to focus on those parts of town that don't get the attention. So all this inflation leads to the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer. Would you say that's the case? Would you say that's the case in Albany? Well, yeah. You know, I've been for four years I've invited people to come down and take a field trip in the fifth ward. And I've I've tried to showcase um, the blight, the filth, crime, the drugs, um, and and I'll tell you this. um, It does occur because white, black, Asian, Puerto Rican in the Fifth Ward want better, okay? I've offered, like I said, I've offered field trips, and two people have taken me up on that. Two, two people. The most people that have come out it was in the year of my campaign because I based everything at our headquarters so people had to come and see it for themselves. Because I'll tell you something, you walk the streets, and every day while I'm walking the streets, they're cleaning it up because the, the city doesn't come around. The Fifth Ward is completely forgotten. No one talks about it, okay? And um, they want more. No one wants crime. No one does. Anywhere in the country, especially in, in, in where I'm talking about, and that's where my heart lies. So, mm-hmm. um, and no one wants filthy streets. And, and, they, and, and, and I, I'm telling you, I, I feel in, in, in Albany, and you've got, um, de- uh, you know, developing parts of cities that are depressed in, in, in financial ways and, and mental and physical ways as well, that people feel there's a stigma that, oh, they don't know what's going on, they don't pay attention. Well, let me just lift the veil on that misnomer because when I walked the streets in my campaign, there were more people in inner city areas that knew who I was than some of the wealthier areas of Albany. So they're well aware and they want and deserve more, and it's happening. And that's why I always say they're failing an open book test. And the first part of how you stop failing an open book test is to show up is to show up because everyone on this planet wants to be heard, understood a little bit in the way of not, you can't get everything, but maybe we can meet in the middle and give some assistance and build, you know, inner pride or motivation to get that done. But now it's the same. It's just going to happen again. Like you said, Cynthia, you print money, just going to keep them, you know, sucking at the teeth. That's all it is. It's, it's narcotics and Mm -hmm. it comes in the form of money. And it's a real shame. And how you fix that, I'm only one person. The only thing I can suggest is people, uh, you got to start holding people accountable with yourself and your community at large, and you have to show by example. You have to really dig deep, 
find that inner strength and get out there and do what you want. Because look, in my experience, when I worked in third world um, countries and developing nations with the poor, um, there's always, always, even when they're down and down and out, there's always a glimmer of hope and a smile because things can go up. And the poor in this country are poor in spirit because they felt, they feel rather, in my opinion, what I, in my experience, that they're not being heard. And if you sit and walk the streets and listen to people, they're, it, they're, it's humanity. It's people. And they don't feel they're part of a community. So shame on this administration for failing day in and day out. Um, because I, I, I'll surmise it this way. In 15 months of putting my life on hold for a campaign, there's three words that I can say about this administration in Albany, New York right now. They don't care. They don't. It shows with everything. It shows with their police force, their firemen, the community. It, only if it goes their way. Only. And they always acquiesce to what this administration wants. There's never any pushback. And if there is pushback, it's small, and the positive, positivity is never amplified. And that goes through all the media outlets, too. They, they, there's nothing. There is no strong journalist, in my opinion, around the Capitol District. There's people doing good jobs. I know that. You're one of them. There's people at WAMC. They do good work. Um, mm-hmm. So until we find that middle ground and people just grow up and take this junior varsity level to varsity level, I think that's when you're going to see real change. It's a mindset and a mm-hmm. mind shift. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're a couple months into the, 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 new, the new term. Do mm-hmm. you see... What astounds me is, you know, many people stayed home, right? They did not go and vote. Okay. So the the overall thought was a Republican or a Libertarian or a uh, Independent Independent. can't win Mm -hmm. in Albany. So people Mm -hmm. had that in in their mindset. So they Mm -hmm. figured, well... Since I might like Alicia, I might like Greg, I might like Valerie, but they can't win, so I'll just stay home. That is so mm-hmm. wrong. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if, if your protest was not to vote because you didn't like Sheehan, then you gave her a vote. You, get, you know, there's 50, what, 53,000 registered voters, 13,000 people voted, 40,000 people sat on the sidelines. 4,000 mm-hmm. less people voted in 2021 than they did in 2017. That, that is not mm-hmm. – that's embarrassing for the capital city of New York State. It's not the Empire State anymore. Sorry, I'm a New Yorker. This is a beautiful state with beautiful attributes, great institutions for education, great scenery, great people, um, and it's, it's led down a murky road um, – that leads to a dismal dead end because of these elected officials, because they only care about their party and not the people. And there it is, because it's deflated them. There's anxiety across the board with politics. Um, and at some point, you, you've got to – we can have a whole other conversation on this, because it comes down to um, you've got to have term limits. They'll never let us vote on that, but you should have term limits, because then you might get people like us, like it's proven, you know, I had a 20 year career in entertainment, put it on pause for this. 
Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. I don't have all the answers, but, um, but I'm willing to listen and work for a better future. So it's, uh, it, you know, time will tell. As I say, you know, I'm an optimist no matter what. Every time, you know, you get down, I, I try to always see the positive. So I hope that I can do my part still um, with the city moving forward and, and inject positivity. Well, Greg, our time is over. And, you know, as as much as I like to talk about positive things, I think I mm-hmm. think people should realize that Albany can be better, mm-hmm. and people people should understand that and maybe work towards making it better. So you've I listened agree. to you've listened to Greg Adela. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Thanks, Greg. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day.